Put it there, boy, and we'll show these fascists what a couple of hillbillies can do. Hey, cats and kittens, it's your pal hum for in here to give you all the latest beats and, and treats from the uh, adjacent to the equestrian wasteland. <laughs> uh, I've, got, I've got two guests in here in the studio today. We've got uh, 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 rather uh, pontificating the uh, attitudinal uh, jukebox by the name of Sir Weirdington Esquire and the host of the podcast... Uh, fanfic, fanfic, thou art fi! Uh, tell us a little bit about yourselves, about uh, what you did uh, two weeks back on your way here to the studio. I understand that you have a podcast uh, about a fanfic of a fanfic. Uh, that it is, is uh, the original fanfic being a hybrid of uh, My Little Pony, uh, Friendship is Magic, and the Fallout franchise. Uh, I hear you got some sort of uh, twist on the arrangement. <laughs> Well, uh, because I got cornered by this, I have no idea how to respond. Well, yes, um, <laughs> Mr. Hum. Uh, uh, we're doing a sequel to that podcast now. We're, we're, we are now addressing the original uh, core work, uh, Fallout uh, Equestria, whereas the, the fanfic of the fanfic uh, was Fallout Her- uh, Equestria Project Horizons. Uh, we're having a much better time of it now. Uh, Fi, how about you uh, uh, share with this gentleman and, and their listeners uh, uh, what we did uh, uh, two weeks back? It was uh, it was a long trip here to to the studio <laughs> across dimensional lines. Also, well, I got hideously ill, and yeah. uh, and and we're, we're, I'm doing a conceit to to justify <laughs> the lack of an episode last week. <laughs> last week, uh, little Pip uh, decided to enter the belly of the whale. Uh, she's she's gonna go. To Philadelphia herself, her, by her lonesome because, uh, she's insane. Uh, convinced that like, well, because they're they're pretty well convinced that uh, Philadelphia is a fortress that they could never like siege with their little group of of horses. So like, a kind of like covert mission behind enemy lines, uh, seems to be the only doable option. And it's insane, and everybody knows it's insane. But like, that's kind of really only their only option i'm kind of reminded of an episode of uh there was a short-lived uh spinoff series of the x-files uh called the lone gunman and they did a infiltrate a prison episode uh sort of because you know demands of the genre (laughs) it uh uh, required them to more or less Mm -hmm. and one of the first things one of the something that happens within the first 20 minutes is someone sits them down like they're, they're already in prison why wouldn't you simply infiltrate the prison guards do, like do you understand <laughs> like did you think it would be e- that easy to get out <laughs> like yeah, i guess like what? Uh, uh they, and they feel d- rather deeply foolish for trying to infiltrate a prison as prisoners <laughs> yes but that just keeps happening as a plot point through time of memorial and also in this case like it's it doesn't really seem like they have better options oh and yeah, um no. And the Steel Rangers, like, aren't, are too precious about themselves and, like, don't have, like, the expertise to send anybody in with her. Like, if you had, like, a team 
and you also had people on the inside, there's there was a way you could make this work. But as it is, uh, this is just a deeply, deeply insane exercise. And we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna see that for ourselves this week on the the, the fanfic fanfic podcast. Oh boy! Uh, welcome, uh, welcome to chapter twenty five. Generous souls. So we open on little Pip thinking back, uh, like just basically like being grateful for everything, like <laughs> contemplating you know all the the friends she's made along the way, uh, as as though she were about to just put a gun to her temple <laughs> and, and end it because it, it's not much different than what she's in the midst of doing. Batshit plan here. She's trying to enact. Just thinking about like her relationship with Velvet Remedy and how, um, in her desperate loneliness, uh, in Stable Two, um, she she created a Velvet Remedy in her head that was her friend, mm-hmm. uh, who would care about her, like singing with along with the radio, like helped helped trick herself for at least a time into thinking she was just a little bit less alone, uh, and then having to like actually meet and <laughs> get to know Velvet Remedy uh, has uh painfully like destroyed that parasocial relationship but she's grateful for it in the end like even for um having been the 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 final nail in the coffin of her uh idealized image of of velvet remedy being when uh, velvet shot her with a drake dart but she's more grateful to have a real person like she the the uh the loss of her uh dream is a small price was a small price to pay um to gain a, a real friend. And speaking of real friends, Calamity is, is such a bro. <laughs> she, 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 she muses. Just, just the, the sheer degree to which, um, he is unfailingly, <laughs> uh, such, such a, a total bro, uh, that Calamity. And Still Hooves is uh, there. And Steel Hooves is there. <laughs> Actually, <laughs> that's literally what the reminisce is, is like, and Steel Hooves is there. <laughs> And there's there's a bit of like, I'm not sure what I'm misreading here because I Applejack died in the elevator accident, right? No. No. Okay. She survived that. I didn't understand that. Yeah. I thought that was that was that that was when she died. Okay, then this makes a lot more sense uh, because it talks about like yeah, he uh, Steel Hooves never shared the fact that he committed a a brutal murder on her behalf uh, with her, mm. most certainly. Um, yeah, she has a lot of mixed feelings about like you know. He's he's very distant, and for obvious reasons, because he has a lot of a lot of things that he <laughs> he was you know very reasonably not comfortable sharing about himself. She sympathizes with him, but you know naturally is held at arm's length. And uh, yeah, um, she's she's just regretting that like the the what she's regretting most of all uh, here in the alone in this reeking cage covered in reeking bandages um, with a, with a thick bandage covering her uh, pit buck. It's not the smell or the itchiness, but the loneliness, mm-hmm. uh, and feeling, uh, feeling particularly small. Also, uh, I'm not sure if I, uh, uh, heck, uh, had explained this uh, or recently, I guess, enough in, in memory. We feel like it's time to uh, bring it up again. But the infiltrate Philadelphia arc is kind of the reason this podcast exists. Because uh, the the tiny little worm uh, that Somber is, like, hated this arc. Or, or, like, cited parts of this arc. Like, it's very clear in their, like, giant screen against FOE as, like, 
the things that they hated the most about this story, the things they complained about that did and didn't happen in Philadelphia are very obviously the reasons Project Horizons got made. Well, we'll come across those. I kinda, <laughs> there's, there's, there's a couple points where I, I suspect you might be referring to, and if, if I'm right, yeah. um, <laughs> uh, we come across, uh, we, we come to the gates of the Hermann Bosch painting. <laughs> that, that, that is the interior of Philadelphia. Not only is it, it it's a it's an industrial heart, uh, it was hit with 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 a mega spell. There is a big hideous uh, radioactive crater uh, from which um, this this place's fuel is being derived. Mm-hmm. There's there's no coal, so the 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 industrial the the uh, second industrial revolution of Equestria is on the backs of radioactive material harvested from. You think this means anything? And uh, so one of the first things, the, the two significant interactions here at the gate uh, is the gate guard immediately stabs um, the uh, the leg brace. Mm-hmm. Uh, Pip doesn't get the opportunity to, to use her, her clever uh, deflection of impaled on a piece of rebar, which is what she was planning to say if anybody asked, like, you know, why the big bandage? But no, they just spear it mm-hmm. um, and thankfully don't. Uh, create a wound in, in the process, but uh, cut away the cloth and go. Ah, oh, Pip Buck. Uh, yeah, no. Uh, gonna have to pencil in uh, an appointment with Doctor Slaughter to get that off. That that's actually like a thing that got me like right away about this. Is like, oh man, how many people? Like, how many people have they got? Like, mm-hmm. if they're this organized, like, oh yeah, I've seen like a dozen of these. You know, you, you spend, a, like, especially because, like, you've pointed out a couple of times how, like, there's this amazing piece of Wonder King technology that just exists in this setting. And, like, the bad guys are organized enough to be flippant about it. It's like, oh, yeah, we'll get that yep. right off and into the big pile of them that we got. And then one of the gate guards, uh, uh, hey, bring her out. Let me rape her real quick. <laughs> Uh, and, and Nash, the, the slaver chauffeur, good to his money, <laughs> at least. Sure thing, Mac. Uh, I mean, I'm not into ticks on my cock, but, but if that's your thing. And the slaver takes another note at the, like, hideous condition of the cell, uh, and, like, how, how dirtied up, uh, for, uh, the purposes of this disguise Pip has been. And, and rethinks, uh, where he wants to put it. And, you know, it occurs to me that, like, yeah, they, they've got a double-edged sword of, like, they couldn't, there's no way Pip could, like, stomach... They're, they're, like, the plane would fail instantly if they, like, tried to bring more than Pip mm-hmm. in with his wagon. But they really should have. Oh, yeah. But there's no way. Like, for... Like... Yeah. Like, because, like, Pip wouldn't tolerate it. Yeah. <laughs> Physically couldn't. Uh, but, yeah, we, we, we come in. Uh, we quickly find out that uh, it, it's, it's a Hironish Bosch painting. Like, yeah. misery it, uh, on, on every front. It, the sky is, is not only the normal overcast and poisoned but also like filling with poison from smokestacks powered by um evil <laughs> <laughs> yes uh evil industry is happening uh yeah i definitely want to like yeah uh say that like f- for for obvious reasons philadelphia is easily one of the darkest parts of this entire setting and story just as a kind of like forward to people it never mercifully never gets anywhere near what project horizons like ever does oh yeah uh, also because of 
our our trauma with Project Horizons, I was ex- I was like, Ugh. like I, I like uh, this is this is so much more interesting and and better uh, better painted. It, it, it's it's so much more restrained and and yet uh, uh, thereby more meaningfully horrifying <laughs> than the the library tree uh, that was that was sacked by raiders. Uh, but it's it, it it is miserable, and I was like kind of expecting that we would have to endure like a two towers kind of situation. We're like, okay, oh god, how many chapters are we gonna have to be here? Like, how many chapters is the like is is this arc gonna be? But a little bit of a spoiler, we get it done this chapter. <laughs> we, <laughs> like, we just we just get to see the inside of Mordor, and I think it's really cool. We get yeah, like we, a, we, a, we, a an amusement park tour of the villains. Yeah, we we don't have to spend like four chapters on like. Pip being miserable, yeah, and repeatedly almost raped, crying like, tears of blood while she she bemoans the tragedy of life. Uh, no, we, we we spend a chapter here and it's enough. Uh, and and we we find <clears throat> we, we get to the fireworks factor. <laughs> like it's funny that like because because like we we joked about like this the Philadelphia being the fireworks factory, like this this thing on the hill that we've been promised for for a while now and has been like repeatedly set up. But like the real fireworks factory is, of course, the confrontation with Red Eye mm-hmm. is is like is is uh, is is the spicy stuff is is the is is the is the big confrontations. Yeah, um, but for now, the imagery uh, of Philadelphia is really sick. In t- in yeah, well, what I was trying to say is that like innards of Philadelphia, the walk, the the walking around in the muck doing slave labor could very easily have been a Poochie. Is is the Poochie of the dog? In the is is what I was trying to get at. Is that like could like, have very easily can, been a Project Horizons? Like, when are we gonna get to the fireworks factory? Like we, I see it. It's right there. Um, like how we anyway. spent an entire book trying to get to Thunderhead, and it sucked the whole time. None of that here. Anyway, so um, Pip is uh, given a mat uh, under a shed roof. Walls are for earners, apparently. Yes. She's plenty grateful for the roof because uh, uh, she hears tell that, you know, the rain um, burns around mm-hmm. these parts. Uh, uh, immediately upon entering the gate, uh, we're, we're introduced to another just endless blasting of, uh, of, of red eye uh, speeches uh, can be heard through the air. The, the big takeaway of, of this, this initial scene is uh, that someone, uh, 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 one of the uh, wagon pullers presumably like technically a freeman uh uh uh, yells make yourselves presentable you worthless mules uh and he makes the mistake of doing this daring a uh recorded red-eye speech for which a uh griffin who we will uh get to uh become familiar with named stern uh shoots him in the head (laughs) uh blows him up fucking blows up simply for uh speaking daring uh, the, uh, fearless leader's pre-recorded message. Mm-hmm. And so, like, it is, it is, you know, thank you for your sacrifice, is the main message. The punchline being Pip sort of noting, okay, but human sacrifice? <laughs> of course, in the parlance of the thing, uh, pony, pony sacrifice, sacrifice yes. but... <laughs> that man just exploded. But I, I, for interrupting the fearless leader, well, the fearless leader isn't even around. <laughs> Like, how many times have we heard this one? Uh, and so the Griffin Stern, uh, who seems to be Red Eye's lieutenant, uh, the, the master of operations here, uh, gives a uh, orientation speech uh, where she explains 
uh, the terms of, of your new existence. Uh, they're, they're, uh, naturally, uh, work will set you free, uh, which is something that is, like, almost directly said somewhere in this chapter. Yeah. Uh, like a, a direct, yeah, like, you're in a concentration camp. Yeah, it is definitely, it's gen, it's the general ethos of it is, yeah, is, is, is it, even if it's not outright said. Uh, it, it is outright, like, she, she, like, uh, K-Cat uses that specific, uh, mm. line. Uh, in here at least once. A few fast tracks <clears throat> that got, uh, uh, sorry, Stern uh, presents uh, to uh, Freeman status, uh, free horse, to freedom. You, you'll, you'll, you'll have autonomy uh, if you can do one of these uh, three things. These hilarious Herculean uh, tasks. <clears throat> technically four. Uh, uh, one, uh, you can join the uh, stable raids. Uh, we need warm bodies uh, to die in uh, uh, yet unexplored stables, uh, particularly because uh, some of them are already uh, Steel Ranger encampments. And uh, if we don't uh, get in there uh, and enslave uh, whatever survivors, uh, the Steel Rangers will just kill them. Uh, and if we can take Stern's word for it, uh, and it seems like we can, she doesn't have a whole lot of reason to lie about this. Uh, because she's, explain she's explaining that Steel Rangers are one of the things that can and will kill you if you take take this assignment. <laughs> uh, two years on the stable recovery team is freedom, but uh, anyway, um, uh, Pip sort of smacks her lips, notes that um, she's going to have to have a long, hard talk with uh, Blueberry Saber about this policy of, mm -hmm. like, arbitrary genocide to, like, scrape up, like, uh, toasters and whatnot off the walls of, of inhabited stables. Uh, and she's she's giving real serious consideration to the caliber of bullet she's going to <laughs> punctuate those those harsh words with. Do, do, I shoot, <laughs> do I shoot them in the head or the stomach? She didn't like Blueberry Saber before, but she is now pretty committed to, like, this woman is dead. So, so what are the other work release programs? Uh, three months in the crater. Uh, the, uh, the Philadelphia crater, uh, is, uh, thanks to the mega weapon that went off in it, full of radioactive materials that are, that are great for, uh, for fueling industry. A uh, problem. It, radioactive materials, uh, are not enough, uh, uh, hazmat suits, uh, to send, uh, workers down in there. Well, maybe there are, but you won't be provided any. Uh, and if you can survive three months, then, uh, no, we'll take you to the medical facility, fully treat your, uh, your rat exposure, uh, and, uh, and send you on your way. Uh, oh, no, I was saying, uh, 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 three months, uh, when, uh, charitably, Red Eye has reduced it down to four. It is Pip who surmises, ah, survivor rate must be three months. <laughs> Everyone dies within three months, so they, they put the, like, time spent period, like, just before that finish line. Or, or rather, just after. Just out of reach. The third option, of course, uh, there's so many pits in Philippa. <laughs> there's the radiation pit, and then there's the fighting pit. If you go into the arena, if you survive six rounds in the arena, uh, you're free, and uh, Red Eye may even grace you with his presence. And to that, I went, it was, it was around this time, precisely. It became utterly apparent that, um... There's no such every sincere. There's no such thing as a sincere red eye apologist because those people are not sincere people. 
you have to be actively, willfully stupid uh, to pretend that Red Eye is doing anything worthwhile. Yeah, well, I mean... Uh, because this is this place is a Hronish Bosch painting. Well, like, on top but, of... Yeah, but none of that matters, though. You hear the, the fancy speeches about how he's trying to fix the wasteland, and, like, if you're already an ends-before-means kind of person, then you're not gonna give a shit that he's got, like... Like, none of this... This is all white noise. If you're already sold by the idea of, oh, well, it doesn't matter. Any, any amount of in- scruples is too many scruples. We have to, like... We have to take radioactive weapons and put them into machines to make new steel because it's the only thing that'll fix the wasteland because it's so horribly broken. This big, powerful man is telling big speeches. So, like, the thing is, all the speeches, like, I I can see someone being, hilariously, because they paint themselves as realist, naive enough to buy all that. But then the Death Coliseum. Yeah, but that doesn't matter. Like I said, it's just, it's white noise by that point. But, like, the the, the thing that, like, anyway, it, it was the tipping point for me. Yeah. Like, the, because this, there's no, there's no justification for the Death Coliseum. Like, not even the Rome, like, only on special events would you, like, do certain death events with your gladiators in ancient Rome. Like, ancient Rome was, was a pile of shit. Was, 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 yeah, the, 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 the archetypal evil empire. And they didn't even just slaughter their gal gladiators in every event. <laughs> like this, yeah, it's 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 it is it's a blender that horses go into. Yeah. <laughs> it's just, uh, and like the, many things that we're going to see throughout Philadelphia, really painted as a place that, like, if if it was like, there's a way that you could build Philadelphia. There's a way that you could like revitalize this place. It would just take a lot more time. <laughs> yeah, and we and super like, don't have time to go into a big fan fiction about <laughs> yeah, infrastructure. Yeah, all right. Anyway. <laughs> um, but anyway, it, there's there's nothing of value being produced. <laughs> this uh, this is not a place of honor. <laughs> no, 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 no righteous deed was performed in this place. It's uh, yeah. I I, I think I'll, I'll just keep coming. The, the the phrase that keeps coming back to mind is uh, yeah. Uh, nice Hieronymus Bosch painting you've brought to life here, Red Eye. <laughs> so the remaining way is uh, turn yourself over to the goddess. Uh, submit yep. yourself for unity, whatever that means. We won't be seeing you again. Uh, so in in her uh, uh, first little uh, little while, uh, getting used to the things, being uh, fed what she is told is oatmeal. Oh wait, no, sorry, I'm getting things out of order. Um, first we, uh, uh, are introduced to, uh, our new set piece, the Philadelphia Fun Farm! Yay! It's the big, it's the big Pinkie Pie theme park! It's a Pinkie Pie theme theme park! It's, it's very nice, at least it was. <laughs> now it's scary and evil! <laughs> it's scary and awful! I think it has a it's, giant it's... Pinkie Pie head, like, on a giant tower or something. Yes, well, it's, Pinkie Pie is everywhere! <laughs> Um, there, there, there's, there's, uh, bumper cars, uh, with Pinkie Pie's face on them. The bumper cars themselves are being used as, uh, as, uh, basically plow wagons. The, the bumper car floor is, uh, part of, uh, Little Pip's new housing unit. Uh, she sees someone, like, in a, in a, in a bumper car being used as a chariot and, like, whipping, like, slaves driving, (laughs) driving it forward. It's a lot of fucking imagery. There's a lot of juice going on here. Once again, it, it's it's uh, it's it's the tree all over again. But like, at least like, at least it has a point this time. At least you'd like know why it's all being desecrated and like, 
uh, in, in this way. So I, I like it better. But yeah, uh, off in the distance, we see uh, the the uh, Ministry of Morale headquarters, which is fashioned as a giant. A lot of lot of set piece details that I recommend you just read the fic uh, to get. Yeah. Uh, because like it would be here forever if I you know uh, went through them all. But like just some highlights. Do we get the oh yeah three in this in this chapter because those are really important. We do. Yeah, we got a big cover deal. The yeah, yeah. Um, uh, Pinkie Pie balloons float uh, uh, above head. And so we meet uh, Blood and Daff, uh, who we eventually learn is named Daffodil. Mm-hmm. Uh, Blood's cutie mark is an eyeball uh, on a, uh, impaled on a knife. It's the never stop. And Daffodil's uh, and, and and Daff's uh, cutie mark is your friend Flowey, <laughs> which is purely an act, like this came out way before Undertale, but like it's described as a. As a, as a as a as a little uh, yellow flower that she like that little Pip could swears wants to murder her, <laughs> so it's like you. I don't think you could do fan art of this character in the modern age without just straight up slapping Flowey on there. <laughs> and so, um, Blood has like appointed herself like Alpha of the bunkhouse, mm-hmm. basically, with her um, uh, enormous. Uh, intimidatingly large uh, compatriot uh, Daff. This place is, yeah, this, yeah, this place is mine, and, like, Little Pip is fed up and, like, can't resist, like, nice place you got here. <laughs> to which Blood sends Daff over to uh, uh, beat her half to death, uh, which she obligingly puts up with uh, until it's apparent um, that uh, Blood intends for Daff to rape her. And uh, before that can happen, uh, Pip decides uh, she's had enough uh, and she uh, telekinetically acquires uh, Daff's genitals and, and politely whispers, like, over to him, like, you know, in, in it's almost a sort of wrestling technique, <laughs> like, like, <laughs> like, whispers up to him, like, uh, with, with a hoof, like, uh, obscuring her mouth so that nobody can see this, this exchange, uh, explains to him, like, just say face, say that, like, I'm not worth it, and you get to have him back. <laughs> obliges <laughs> because he would like to keep uh his testing he, he's fond he's fond of those organs and he wants them back uh but he does kick her in the crotch on his son and like to mm-hmm. uh sort of solidify uh that like i don't diddle kids <laughs> which like grotesquely like blood like seems like it strikes her as weird <laughs> a weird thing for him to say uh, but the but the but the kick in the uh, lady nards is, is enough to satisfy her. Does black out in pain uh, because daring the beating, like that's bad enough. Uh, if she already hadn't like sprained a rib and got another few other nasty injuries from the initial beating, and you know, I mean, it's it's Pip is to resolve that this is more or less according to Kaikaku. She doesn't like, yeah. she doesn't want to stand out too hard, uh, like yeah. You know, she, she doesn't want to be hugely memorable, uh, and that was the best way she could think of to, like, cover her, like, mistake in, in mouthing off to uh, Queen Bitch. Yeah. So the next morning she's served oatmeal, and uh, she's offended by the notion that this could in any way be mistaken for oatmeal, whatever it is they're being served. Some kind it of does not rule. Yeah. does not look, smell, plop, or sound yeah. like oatmeal. <laughs> All right, we can't talk about this oatmeal too much. I'm gonna get I'm yeah. Gonna get so she she pays half her oatmeal to blood in, in in the form of a tithe, as as was demanded the previous day as part of her penance for for mouthing off, and then pay, uh, pays somebody else the other half of the oatmeal, 
um, to get information, basically. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, she, she donates to them and it makes them a little bit more loose-lipped. Because uh, whatever it is, it's better than just strict starvation, apparently. Mm-hmm. Uh, we find out about the carnivorous parasprites. Yes, parasprites are nightmarish. Which are different than bloat sprites. Thankfully, bloat sprites are neutered. They're, the bloat sprites are sprites that have been exposed to taint, but the radioactive ones uh, eat horse flesh. Yep, like a swarm of flying piranha, basically. Uh, if you make the mistake of screaming, they will get in your mouth and do it from the inside out. Yes. They live in my nightmares. <laughs> uh, we find out that the pit is... Nobody volunteers for it for obvious reasons. It is basically uh, a death sentence. Yeah, it's, it's is, a complicated, uh, entertaining form of suicide, basically. Uh, the, or mining the radiation pit. I don't know. Some people are crazy enough to think that they can survive in the fighting pits. Pip doesn't want to bother with that route because she can't imagine killing, like, other horses who ain't done nothing to her. Like... Mm-hmm. Uh, she has another uh, night uh, sleeping, uh, trying to sleep. Uh, but um, that night she finds out that Pyrolite um, has... Uh, it's, it's an animal. <laughs> it is a bird. You can't tell it what not to do. <laughs> uh, 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 Pyrolite, the, the, the uh, blight uh, fire phoenix, has followed her into the mouth of hell. And is her Virgil for this adventure, I guess. Um, and uh, so she's she's able to get to sleep knowing that she is not truly completely alone mm-hmm. uh she wakes up <clears throat> mr shiny uh comes to her with a with a special operation oh yeah no i um dr slaughter is uh booked up so we can't get that uh, off you immediately but in the meantime uh while it's on you uh let's see if we can put it to use uh here is a uh shitty laser pistol uh please go into this building and remove the parasprite problem normally we use uh uh fire teams for this uh uh, people we can trust with flamethrowers. Uh, but not this time. Uh, good luck! And, uh, you know, it's presumed that, like, with the pit buck, she can, like... They they know its tracking ability, its ability is to, like, detect targets. Mm-hmm. <coughs> Which will be necessary for a targeted elimination of Parasprites. And we get a dungeon in this adventure, because, of course, we yeah. K-Cat managed to find uh, the uh, room to, to squeeze in a dungeon adventure. <clears throat> Pip's skills with laser energy weapons are... Uh, and this thing doesn't... Even if she could hit with every shot, this thing does not have enough bullets. Uh, moreover, upon entering the building, she finds out all the turrets are still active! <laughs> so with her... Uh, uh, thanks to the uh, Pip bug again, uh, the targeting spell allows her to hit at all the Parasprites, so she isn't immediately killed... And she can avoid, like, high concentration areas. Time immediately begins to running out when one of the turrets hits her in the flank. And the Parasprites are now able to smell her blood. Um, but she eventually makes her way to an Overmare's office where she reprograms the turrets uh, to kill Parasprites instead of her. Um, she also finds uh, a bunch of handy stuff, including a toolkit with a screwdriver! <laughs> <laughs> Uh, a weapon of great power in the hands of a tiny goblin such as herself. <laughs> it might be one small screwdriver, but I will use it to, un- to undo your entire industrial revolution, you dumb idiots. So this building, uh, in 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 spite of uh, being fairly nondescript, was a hub for the Ministry of Image. Mm-hmm. It's a printing press. No wonder they couldn't come in here with uh, torches. They'd set up. They'd, they'd burn everything they wanted out of the building in the first place. Yeah, Pip was a little surprised. Oh, so he is serious about this schools thing. It's not great that I'm helping him, like, be able to revive a propaganda mill. 
Uh, and also, terrifyingly, like, wait a minute, no, this, yeah, this is a propaganda mill. Like, I thought that the first ministry that I ever, like, saw signs of was the Ministry of Morale, but it turns out the Ministry of Image was the one that, like, I first encountered. Like, mm -hmm. the Ministry of Image is, like, the, is everywhere. It's, it's, it is, it is simultaneously every ministry. Uh, hell, in hindsight, it even, like, it's, it even has its, like, uh, uh, fingers in the in pies of like munitions, <laughs> like it, it it designed a a an entire uh, branch of, of of powered armor. It was eerie. It was everywhere. So uh, we get a message on this terminal uh, addressed to one Miss Periwinkle. The punchline, the like dum dum dum, is that it was from uh, uh, Twilight, mm -hmm. uh, asking around discreetly. Uh, hey, uh, so Rarity um showed me this cool spell. <laughs> Uh, that I didn't know, and I'm not comfortable with that. And also, it seemed, spell. and also it wasn't her spell. Like I know the texture of her magic specifically, and this was cold. It was a pretty cool mirror. It can photograph your soul and show it to you. Uh, I won't go into details what I saw. Uh, very, you know, private as you might expect. But anyway, you wouldn't happen to know how she, <laughs> where she learned to do something like this. <laughs> Uh, by the way, the, the password for that terminal uh, turned out to be Generous Souls, uh, the <laughs> name of our chapter this week. Pip sort of boggles at the uh, the fact that the, you know, the Ministry of Image is, like, invisible and, and overwhelmingly powerful uh, in the midst of, of all the other ministries. And she sees some propaganda. She sees uh, <coughs> on her tour, uh, basically, uh, she's introduced to this concept of the Shadow Bolts. Uh, we, we find out uh, some of the origin of the war, that uh, before the war, 17 ponies were uh, held captive for two weeks by uh, zebra gym pirates. Mm -hmm. And though the zebra Caesar, like, insisted that, like, the uh, the zebras were going to deal with it, and they did not want Celestia's interference, the, the uh, interference of, of Equestria. Um, for fear of, like, increasing, apparently, rising tensions. Rainbow Dash did it anyway. Uh, lost four Thunderbolts, uh, along the way. Oh, no, no, the, the Wonderbolts are pre, <coughs> pre-Rainbow Dash. The Wonderbolts are the, from the show. Okay, so, so, in this, Wonderbolts, four Wonderbolts died, accompanying Rainbow Dash on this rescue mission. You also said And then we find out that, okay, I misspoke. Uh, they're, they're, they're later, uh, renamed in one of the other, the Shadowbolts are yeah. their parent su successor organization. <laughs> during the war which is a which is a weird flex because uh, that was the dumb evil version of the wonderbolts that nightmare moon made up in the first episode well now they're wearing terrifying scorpion monster armor so what else are they going to be called it's just a, just a sign of the like uh the decline <laughs> the, the decline of like standards uh for for our little ponies <clears throat> uh a very national incident yeah a very a, a very like are we the baddies <laughs> uh so yeah um they they rescued all the the survivors but international incident and it, it basically exists to contrast uh, uh shadow bolts kill a dragon uh zebra is now deploying dragons in, in military effort uh, anyway so this this dungeon concludes with uh um she didn't yeah she 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 she'd long since run out of ammunition for the tiny pistol she was given but had uh five more para sprites to kill but she had a sack and a radioactive phoenix. 
so presumably, um, Pyrelite is now equipped. Uh, our little horses, uh, uh, little Pip's precious, precious screwdriver. Uh, and a homemade mine she was able to <laughs> make out of a lunchbox she found along the way. I'm, I'm sure that'll never come up again, even though we're teased it a little bit later in this chapter. Uh, instantly, I saw Pyrelite holding a lunchbox. So we, we cut to next day. Uh, or actually, it's not even the next day. Immediately after her adventure, she's, uh, yeah, all right, now, um, <clears throat> now go to the scrapyard. Thank you very much for your service. Uh, no accommodation, uh, uh, but a thanks. <laughs> Pat on the head. Ah, oh, you scamp. You didn't die. <laughs> you didn't Which, eaten from the inside out. I wonder if it's going to come up in, in later chapters, but I have a suspicion that this is suspicious. Like, it, it's, it, I, I think it would be something that would be notable. Because the task was literally impossible. And this, yeah. this, this small goblin did it anyway. I don't know. I, I, I like to think that because of the way this place is horribly organized, the idea of just like, oh, you managed to live through this dumb, impossible thing that we sent you into a meat grinder for. Good Whatever. job. <laughs> that's that's all. That's a hallmark of fascism. Yeah, good on you. It, it was a heroic effort. Uh, and we're all expected to be heroes here. Uh, now get to collecting scrap. Good job. You, you did a great job uh, uh, digging up all that dirt. Uh, here, have a bigger shovel for your efforts. Well, not even a, a bigger shovel would make the job easier. Have more dirt. <laughs> now, now, now we're going to move you to the rocky soil. Congratulations. Uh, so she gets some more intelligence uh, for as little talking as she can do on the work site because people are naturally worried about being whipped or shot <laughs> for just talking too much. Uh, horses have had their tongues removed uh, for for just merely talking in excess. Uh, fraternizing. Uh, she finds out, you know, a couple more sites that could be relevant. Uh, the uh, Alpha Omega Hotel being one of them, uh, which is a, a thing that we saw in, like, previous, like, world-building uh, mini-vignettes. Uh, it's classified as special housing, uh, primarily for the pit fighters. Uh, the, the repeated survivors of the pit fights get to, get to hang out in the uh, Alpha Omega. There's a place on the wall uh, called the Romer Bar, that serves um, moonshine, basically. Mm -hmm. uh, Stern disapproves of it, but uh, apparently it's a treat that Red Eye occasionally allows the slaves. The person that she's talking to is completely broken. Like, he's completely dissonant. Like, he's, like... Uh, seems to think Red Eye is a pretty okay guy, even though, like, he is working to death. <laughs> um, I guess mainly because he, like, has no other, like... Psychic outlet, no other. Well, I mean, th this is a this is think. a pretty common problem about like the prison system in the real life, uh, where people are so horribly broken down by it that they like you know you acclimatize to your environment and you 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 uh, you can no longer see an outside anymore. So that's pretty good. I got I got I got coal oatmeal and moonshine that might blind me, but you know it's 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 a living. And then this this scene is ended with. Red Eyes here. Red Eyes chariot, uh, flanked by uh, alicorns and... Freddy uh, is in a fucking chariot. <laughs> uh, sky chariot pulled pulled by griffins uh, and surrounded by a wing of alicorns. So we get uh, get him speaking directly to the masses. Pip is a little surprised. He's, yeah, he was expecting, like, a dragon or some sort of, like, hideous, like, mutant ultra monster. Um, but, like, no, he's a, he's a reasonably attractive uh, horse. Uh, save for his, uh, terrifying cyber- red cybernetic eye! Uh, but yeah, he's- he's cyber bison. <laughs> M. Bison. Yeah, he's not far removed from a horse M. Bison, basically. 
Get Raul Julia on the phone. <laughs> what do you mean he's dead? <laughs> I was about to say. Uh, yeah. Uh, you know, upon seeing him and having, having to reflect on him, uh, Pip does once again, like, her, like, you know, her, her, her guilty genuflecting of, like, oh no, it's just because I've, I've, my notes have got sc- scrambled all of a sudden. Uh, I forgot to mention that at the beginning of the chapter she genuflected on, am I really that different from, from Red Eye? Like, we, we both, we both do a lot of killing because we think it'll make a better world, but, like, I guess on the other hand, like, I'm only killing to stop more killing. <laughs> And he's building, like, a, a hideous death machine. And, like, he made a business out of it. He has a whole industry of killing. Like, it, it's a literal meat grinder in some cases. I guess not. <laughs> <laughs> Who's to say? Uh, anyway, uh, then something really bad happens. While, while she's contemplating, they'll definitely shoot me. They'll definitely figure out, like, where the large object hovering above his head came from. And they will shoot me a lot. But maybe, <laughs> just maybe, I can crush his. Egg, I can crush him to death here and now. Uh, and just as she's thinking that, and just as like she's warming up to maybe do it, one of the alicorns looks right at her. Oh no! Oh right, I forgot they could do that. They recognize my face, and to make it even more clear that they recognize her face, one of them hops up, flies, and begins like. Flying in a in a pattern immediately above Red Eye to prevent <laughs> any crushinations. The the only thing that I have a slight complaint about is that Pip doesn't like at no point panics sufficiently. <laughs> that, like uh like like she's like, you know, sort of nervous, oh no, they they recognize me. And oh no, they're definitely telepathic. Uh because like they're 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 like uh something Red Eye says like definitely implies, oh, the them and by extension their goddess are definitely in some sort of telepathic contact with red eye uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> and so like it it never like quite occurs to her to like completely melt down and panic because the jig is a thousand percent up <laughs> like these these things all of them collectively know her personally <laughs> and they hate her <laughs> personally <laughs> <laughs> uh, but we get a little bit of uh, Red Eye's background now. Apparently, he came from Stable One Hundred One. Yep, uh, which was a uh, a stable dedicated to continuing R and D even yeah. after the end of the world. The Earth Pony Way. The first place he attacked was Stable One Hundred One. Yep, and he tore it apart uh, to use the parts and people, which he seems to more or less just regard as parts. Yep. To uh, to begin the reconstruction of Philadelphia, uh, we get a hint at this because a a uh, one of their tasks in the scrapyard is to rip apart a stable door, mm-hmm. uh, a, a vault door for scrap metal. Uh, and so at the end of uh, his 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 long rambling speech, uh, he uh, says uh, uh, to celebrate uh, your hard efforts and your noble sacrifices. The distillery is open. You may you may drink from the. Uh, uh, to, to, today, it will be a day of rest, and we will have a celebratory event in the, in the pit. Oh, alas, we're missing two volunteers. Who will step forth? Uh, and Daffodil, for whatever reason, decides to, to volunteer himself. And Blood, through a combination, like, with gritted teeth, like, with, with a, with a combination of, uh, seems genuine affection, and also 
not being able to afford being left alone <laughs> without her like number one like number one guy <laughs> without her <laughs> muscle at hand uh, also volunteers pip manages to slink back into the crowd uh like a, it's a good while after uh red eye's speech she was making her way back to the uh the the, the bumper plow structure the, the 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 bumper cart building where where uh where her uh sleep um one kind of mattress <laughs> Yeah. Her sleep object is stored when she hears uh, someone screaming, like a, a mayor screaming. And it's in the Philadelphia Funhouse uh, Mirror Maze House of Wacky Reflections. Ooh. Pip, of course, charges directly for it. That's what I hear. And this is something that surprised me until like I actually saw the, the Coliseum proper. But uh, it seems that the guards um, uh, think that, uh, oh, well, you're going to die anyway. Like, you've, you've thrown yourself into the pit. So we're going to have our, like... The, our, our last chance of fun with you. So there are five guards here, uh, all participating in a uh, a collective effort to rape uh, blood <clears throat> uh, and and hold Daff uh, and basically force him to watch. Yeah, told you this part's going to be dark. And uh, and Pip does one of my favorite uh, heroic things. Uh, she she does a Luffy <laughs> <laughs> like that, uh, and she's done this a couple times before. But this is this I, I think is one of the most hilarious like pip is just like too ridiculously good i should just leave like is there like is there any reason i shouldn't leave right now i hate these two they're they're garbage like they've 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 been tormenting the already horrible lives of like like the 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 other horses like who have to like rest here and work here like would be better off with them dead like why do i care and anyway like I'm, i'd just be exposing myself more like, I, I'd, I'd just be endangering the mission if I got myself involved. Oh, no, my telekinesis slipped, and I uh, turned uh, uh, turned this room into a blood hurricane with all the shattered glass on the floor. <laughs> ah, beans. <laughs> <laughs> Oops. Oops, I accidentally killed these five racist slavers, these five rapist slavers uh, with, uh, with the several thousand shards of glass that was lying here. Whoops. Whoa! Oh, slipped. Oh man! Whoops! Well, I guess I better take this shotgun and rifle because it looks like my my EFS is detecting a lot of other slavers to kill. <laughs> yeah, it's it's very much one of those breaking point things of just like ah oh, fuck it. Well, <laughs> in for a penny, in for a pound, I guess. Well, yeah, because like now, now like it, she has no choice. She's like, yeah. she, there's no explaining away these these five eviscerated corpses. Um, so so uh, suddenly, this 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 game of uh, uh, this this unarmed section of the Metal Gear Solid game uh, very quickly turns into Hotline Miami. Yes, Doom music starts playing, or, or Hotline Miami music starts playing. Uh, by the way, this is one of those scenes I was talking about that infuriated Somber. We'll we'll get to that in the in the in the closing. Because yeah. um, so uh, I'm abbreviated. It's all very exciting. Yes. Uh, some some highlights um, before before uh, leaving the the House of Mirrors. She comes across one of the the only remaining intact one uh, and sees herself in it and uh, is surprised to find like she looks so very small and and wounded and terrified. Uh, and you know, dirty and like covered in, covered in a lot of blood. Some of which is hers. <laughs> and then she like continues on. And uh, yeah, no, she 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 kills and kills and kills some more. And just basically a, a hurricane. She is yes. 
Like, uh, she is, she is, she is a, a tornado of death. Like, like, it, it is in a very hotline Miami manner. Like, she runs out of bullets and collects the guns off of the, the thing she used those bullets on. Uh, the 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 hotline Miami style of gameplay is broken up when um, the head Griffiners, like a, a Griffin, uh, tries to corral her with a with an automatic weapon, strafing her from the sky. Um, and uh, uh, unfortunately for for all of them. Uh, she can't be kettled <laughs> because she comes across a a, a pie vending uh, stand uh, that she retracts all of the like uh, leftover tins lying around from and builds a ladder out of them <laughs> with 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 her with her, with her TK uh, and so she escapes the the kettling uh, and winds up like because she's just like moving aimlessly like, she is like on, running on pure adrenaline. <laughs> Uh, she has she has no direction she's going except death yeah. <laughs> except except kill <laughs> yeah in the direction uh, of red targets no well she's like she very specifically moved away from a huge collection of red targets which would have spelled her death uh, so that she only has to deal with a sniper in one of those hideous pinky ply balloons and a griffin uh, and while looking running for cover she wound up storming through the front doors of the um, uh, alpha omega hotel and so storming in, like, dressed in, like, uh, uh, salvage raider gear. Oh, wait! I forgot. That was her reward for, for, for the mission, is that she was... Her her rags were upgraded to slightly armored rags from a recently beheaded uh, fellow resident. Uh, and so, like, clutching <laughs> a, a number of, of half-empty uh, weapons, uh, uh, soaked in blood, and probably a little bit of glass... From the blood nado, from the blood nado she created, um, <laughs> she she storms through uh, the the halls of uh, of the Alpha uh, Omega Hotel, and uh, thankfully all of the blips of like the sort of slightly disoriented gladiators staying here uh, remain white. <laughs> they aren't hostile to her; <laughs> mm-hmm. they're mostly just vaguely confused, <laughs> and and don't stand in her way. Like this is. She 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 figures that like you know they're probably just resigned because this is a glorified um, death row. Yeah, mm-hmm. like what what loyalty do they owe? Like uh, to try and stop her. Um, so she just keeps she keeps running, mm-hmm. and she gets increasingly concerned that like why am I not being followed? You'd you'd think that they'd be like knocking in the windows. Like do they just think I'm trapped? Uh, so oh, she keeps shit, running I'm up. Trapped, aren't I? I still have some bullets. <laughs> and so panting, like, she comes across a weirdly nice floor. Mm-hmm. And, like, you know, like, takes, tr- tries to get some, some, some breath in, in a bathroom. Or I, I've, I've lost track of it. I, I don't have it in my notes. Uh, anyway, uh, all's well until, oh no, a whole bunch of red dots. Where do they come from? Uh, okay, what's behind this door? And it's a baby. Yep. It's, it's, it's a bunch of babies all holding guns at her yeah feebly and she could resolve this pretty easily you know what with her like hyper you know very strong tk and uh sats targeting spell but they're babies yeah (laughs) she she she, like and and like taking a glance around oh this is the only nice place in this hellhole and it's that way because like for whatever red eyes other problems like he does have his eye on the future like, it looks like he plans to, like, kill absolutely everyone um, who wasn't part of a generation raised in his hug box in his, like, brainwashing seminar from it from the age of childhood. 
So she lowers her weapons and prepares to give up. Oh, those, the fucking alicorns can turn invisible, that's right. <laughs> yeah. One of them turns visible and sends a grenade in her direction. Because <laughs> she's very which petty. would be, <laughs> Which would be fine, but her direction is filled with babies. Uh, so she panics and hurls, like, gives all of her uh, telekinetic fo- focus to the grenade. Uh, and it's that point uh, at which the, the goddess uh, drops the illusion on it. It was a morb. Yep. Because again, Finally, the goddess revenge. is very petty. <laughs> <laughs> and it's it's a very minor morb. It's uh, save for the punchline. Ah, It's um, Pinkie Pie getting creepily way too into Applejack's, like, love life. Like, she she wants to help Applejack uh, recover from the loss of her brother. And, like, you know, you don't have a man in your life. And that's, you know, part of why Pinkie Pie was, like, in favor of and apparently coordinating a lot of, like, um... It's kind of unpleasant and creepy, like, how many times apparently um, Rainbow Dash organized pranks where she got her other friends to proposition Applejack. But this time, Pinkie Pie was, was directly responsible. She she somehow uh, conjoled Fluttershy into propositioning Applejack. And and it resolves with, like, all right, well, if you've got your eye on a boy, and I can tell from, like, the itching in my on my chin that you haven't told him that you're interested in yet. If you tell him you're interested, I promise to, 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 to lay off. And Applejack agrees on the condition that she also promises not to tell Rainbow Jack because the, app, the, 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 the subject of her interest has a deeply ridiculous name and she does not want... <laughs> yeah, if it doesn't nice. work out, she doesn't want to deal with it. Uh, but the punchline, the, the, the final thing, which I suspect that the, the, the goddess like knows what's on this orb mm-hmm. and is like kind of like taunted, like is, is, is kind of... Uh, so it's, a, it's a double-ended power move. Like, I'm going to trick you into anesthetizing yourself. I'm going to let you know something that you don't know. There's something very peculiar in this orb. It ends with uh, Pinkie Pie going, Oh, there it is again. Applejack and Flurry Size stopping. There, there's what? Oh, this burning in my hoof says that means that Little Pip is watching. Or will be watching. I'm not sure yet. Who's Little Pip? Warband. Um, so Pinkie Pie is... So, like, that, that means that the goddesses, like, it, depending upon how long they've had access to this orb, knew that Little Pip was someone. There is someone named Little Pip who is a person of interest. Because Pinkie Pie was able to observe them observing her. Mm-hmm. So that must have been extremely interesting. Until they encountered the accursed Pip! <laughs> But now they finally have her, that wascally Pip. <laughs> so Pip wakes up to uh, Stern suggesting the furnace pits, of course. Uh, Stern the Griffin, uh, the, the lieutenant, uh, basically a star scream of this whole operation, yeah. um, is very eager to put little Pip in, in uh, to work mining the radioactive pit. <laughs> Send her to the radiation hole. But Red Eye, no. I'm feeling pretty generous today. So we find out that Red Eye has been keeping tabs on this stable dweller horse, whoever they are. Mm-hmm. Like, well, it's a public broadcast, does. so of course, like, Red Eye has, you know, has access to it. And of course he'd be interested in, like, who the fuck... <laughs> who, to- who turned Appaloosa upside down? <laughs> who is this horse? 
And now meeting with her face to face, he has one question. His, his first big question. Do you think I'm a monster? And Pip just says, yes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Red Eye displays some, some peculiar dissonance in this scene. It's, it's very brief. He is simultaneously convinced that, like, yes, your road must have been very harsh, but uh, extremely kind to you. Uh, there's no other explanation for why you're so soft uh, and uh, still have uh, uh, morals uh, that allow you to judge me. <laughs> yeah. and throw away even your own opportunity for escape but the dissonance comes in that he is uh seem appears to be like actually shaken and genuinely moved by the fact that pip did not <laughs> did not cut her way through those toddlers yeah he is very appreciative <laughs> yeah which you could either read as like the pragmatist like oh you didn't kill my little brainwashed tots isn't that nice uh, or you could read it as like, yeah, well, I mean, it's it's that thing where it's like cult leaders to some degree have to kind of buy into their own sauce. He definitely, I think, to some degree believes that he's like leading the future. Uh, and this is all a necessary evil to commit. Well, um, it, it might be that he's one of those few um, narcissistic tyrants who uh, is uh, not currently uh, at least convinced of his uh, immortality. Uh, that that uh, he he might be the sort of person who sees the next generation. His brainwashed tots is his like legacy, as his future. If he can if he can turn them into him, then he will be immortal. But um, all the same, uh, he is decides to throw her into the other pit. <laughs> yeah, still uh, gotta make uh, an example of her. But he 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 can't bring himself to throw into the radiation pit uh, because like. For whatever else, for whatever other chaos, <laughs> she has caused his operation. In 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 the in in the distant or immediate past, she did not <laughs> slaughter all of those babies. Cut to uh, a, a a friendly. Uh, there's there's some asshole who's uh uh like uh, uh, the slaver who attaches the the number sheet to her flank. Um, snarls something about uh, wanting to preferring to see her die uh, excruciatingly slow uh, but who gives a shit your buddy was a, a worthless rapist in addition to being a slaver <clears throat> number four on the uh, itinerary gives Pip a bunch of exposition on how the arena works there are six gates um, it's, a, it's a royal rumble basically yeah it's a thunderdome royal <laughs> rumble it's it's a it's a one on one, and every time somebody survives, uh, another gate opens, and another contestant is 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 marched out. The uh, last team to have any surviving members on its team wins. Yeah, it's like that thing and that happened win, earlier in the survival. podcast, <laughs> continuity wise, but uh, doesn't suck and is for like actual reasons with stakes that we care about. Yeah, I'm sure this is like Sombra was trying to rehash this with the the Raider Arena. Uh but yeah, there there are actual emotional stakes here. Uh Blood and um our numbers one and two, so we get to see them die as a demonstration of what this 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 thing is like and what we can expect. Blood is killed pretty instantly. <clears throat> mm-hmm. Uh Daff is uh let out. Just 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 kills. Just extra double kills. <laughs> Um, the, the, the horse who killed blood Pip finds it notable that like for all that she was beaten half to death, uh, it seems that Daff was, was pulling his punches back at the bumper cart arena. (laughs) We we get to see some of the, 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 uh, entire arena floor is covered with, uh, with, with trap activators that drop things from the ceiling. And those things could either be usable weapons just filled with just straight poison. (laughs) 
Yep. Uh, or in this case, the demonstration example, mines, bouncing Bettys, uh, Daff's uh, opponent uh, coming out uh, and demonstrating her uh, apparent indestructibility. Uh, four events running champion, Zenith. Yay, Zenith. The Zebra. Yay. Who, who looks not at all particularly pleased to be here no. or like hugely excited to murder this this random horse. Uh, and so next week we're going to find out about Zenith. Yeah. Uh, who she is. What's her deal? How will Pip manage to like survive? Because she, I know that like she definitely is not excited to kill random other random horses or zebras. Her particular magic is uniquely suited to this arena, I think, <laughs> because the traps mean virtually nothing to her. She 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 can redirect anything that attempts to fall on her. She could potentially like, especially in a one on one fight, she could just like send them up. Yep. Like, just wave them goodbye as they as they go up until there's no up to go in which at which point she can let them go very curious i'm very excited about next week oh this fight is sick um, it's really cool it's a highlight of the story uh especially because yeah again i don't know like especially because they everybody gets to start unarmed like this is mm-hmm. a, this is a fist fight to the death mm-hmm. scenario unless you like are willing to go fucking bug nuts and step on these uh the trap <laughs> Uh, uh, descenders and hope that you get a weapon mm-hmm. uh, everybody's unarmed in which case with no innate range weapons like I don't know what you can do to stop Pip <laughs> <laughs> anyway uh, before before we uh, close out we do we ought to uh, spend a little time talking about so Somber was real mad the like prevented rape something I'm going to pre- the- prepare for next week is that there is a like immortalized in time complaint that Somber had made of uh, this story and I don't remember the entire thing, but one of the things that has Great. stuck out to me forever that I just want to like, because it's relevant to this particular thing that we're about to talk about, is the complaint that Little Pip should have gotten raped in Philadelphia. And the, the their argumentation for it, it would have been a thing that she would have had to work through mentally and would have made her a stronger, more interesting character for it. Uh, otherwise feeling that the story went too light in this and is therefore not actually that dark. Yeah, well, okay. So, <clears throat> yeah, well, that's going to be real heavy. Um, You know what? Uh, yeah, no, that does sound like the perfect thing to, like, bring up. Like, we, we definitely should read that at the beginning of next week's episode when we do the recap. Yeah, so, so we'll, we'll yeah, we'll, we'll cover that whole uh, awful, awful, awful bundle uh, at the beginning of next week's episode. We're running a little long on this one. Yeah. And it's perfect for that because we'll be able to immediately wash the taste of our, out of our, our mouths with a rad fight. Yeah. Um, the, the the only remaining thing I have to say about it is that, like, it's really, like, on its face. And, like, not knowing what he said specifically. It's really sad that he feels the need to, like, contrive a rape in the situation. Because as we found out in this chapter, at any moment, Pip could have snapped and started... Mm-hmm. started rampaging well, that's like the thing, it was it was like, real bad news for, it was real real bad luck for those five rapists that they like they triggered her in a room full of glass yeah well that's the thing that like pip is not a victim is the thing i would like immediately say like and i don't think that this would have added anything to her character because like i don't know pip getting raped wouldn't just simply wouldn't have happened <laughs> like she is in a broken world made of glass and screws and and sharp metal bits, and she is a like walking magnet 
Like, she is Magneto in a world made of screws. Like, the idea that she would ever be in a position of, like, where she could get violated in that way, she wouldn't, like, be able to stop herself from killing them. Like, we got a a very, very fine, like, very straightforward explanation of why that would not be a meaningful possibility. Yes. (laughs) In this chapter, like, <laughs> she, like, uh, your your gonads are mine now. Yeah. I'm confiscating them because you were about to misuse them. Yes. Would you like them back? Because <laughs> I could make it so that you just don't have them anymore. But yeah, so there's, there's just, it's just, it, it's a fundamental, like, uh, frustrating mischaracterization at the very least. Also, like, we don't need the distraction. She's got enough going on. She's like... She's, 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 she's lonely and alone and terrified and like massively up for for all, for all that she is powerful. She is not an army (laughs) powerful, like as, as evidenced. And like, there's, there's all these super monsters, like, and like, she's, she's already dealing, like, isn't the question of like, am I like, how, how morally different am I from the, the main villain? Like, like it would distract from that. Like it would, it would just be like a, a massive, like. Mm-hmm. Yeah, distraction. It would, it would, be, it would, it would, it would take away from from the themes that we're. We've got themes enough, somber. Yeah. We've got, we've got enough cooking. Then again, he's, yeah, hasn't shown any restraint. Anyway, uh, so um, a not safe for work account you can uh, contact us with is uh, thouartfi at twitter.com You could also reach out to me uh, weirdingtone at twitter.com You can, you can email, email us. us. Yeah. You can email. Uh, weirdingtonesq at gmail.com uh, we appreciate you listening uh, come back for next week uh, it's going to be a very exciting episode uh, Fi, how's you doing? I'm doing great, looking forward to next week where we get to have Zenith my f- favorite character uh, with an asterisk so we should check we're going to get to see that Yay! bye everybody bye, bye. 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 bye.